Welcome everyone to Merrimack College. Warriors get set to take on Wisconsin here on the uh, first home game of the 2019-20 season. We're chatting with Merrimack head coach Scott Borek on the coaches' pregame show. And Scott, last time out, 4-3 loss over at Lake Superior. Uh, curious to get your thoughts on uh, the game as a whole and how it compared to the opener. Well, you know, I actually thought we played real well on Sunday and, uh, you know, likely deserved a better fate. We just didn't, uh, we didn't do a good job finishing the game. And, and, um, unfortunately, I think that's a case of, you know, hoping to win versus expecting to win. Uh, we had a lot of veterans on the ice in that, uh, in that fourth goal. And I thought we should have been, played it much more aggressively than we did. But overall, I was really pleased with our team. I think that uh, we went into that game with a lot of new faces, including a new goalie. Um, everybody I thought performed fairly well. I thought we could have been better, but we, I think we were still played, performed fairly well, spent much less time on our own end, broke the puck out very well. Um, um, you know, we played all five freshman D that night, and I thought they gave us a real good night. Uh, you know, on Saturday, I just felt that the, the pace of the game and the way they were playing it with uh, just a lot of chip and, and chase and making our defense go back and get pucks all night. They were very, very physical with our guys. I thought we got tied in the third period in that particular game. Um, in, the, in the Sunday game, game two, I didn't feel that way at all and thought we had a really good chance to win it. We hit the crossbar on a delayed penalty. Uh, might have changed the game there. And then even at the end, we had some really good chances on the six-on-five. So I was pleased with the growth from game one to game two but you know certainly we've got to find ways to finish well i thought zach ewins was terrific offensively he contributes three points uh, for you i thought he was solid defensively and he also uh, looked like he played very well with declan carlisle what were your thoughts on his play as well as the uh, defensive pairing with carlisle well, I thought they both played really well. You know, Declan's playing the offside, which is a challenge and uh, something he hasn't done much of in his career, but uh, they play really well together. They played together in junior in Wellington two years ago, um, and I th- we put them together right at the beginning of the season just out of familiarity, and uh, I think they play really well. The offensive blue line play is something we haven't seen. Uh, we didn't see least We didn't see all last year. Uh, the way that they can control that line, uh, that they broke the puck out very, very well. Uh, you know, our biggest, uh, you know, this is true with all of our freshman defensemen, is that, you know, we have uh, freshman defensemen who aren't as strong as some of their counterparts are going against, and I thought we got out-muscled a little bit, but not something we should be surprised with, and certainly something we can correct with that you're doing a better job with our feet defensively, but I was real impressed with their play, and I think they're just going to get better. Well, uh, Logan Drevich took a heavy hit, had to come out of the game, did not return, but uh, it looks uh, looks as though he's uh, he's doing better. He'll actually be in the lineup tonight. Yeah, that was a scary hit. You know, whenever you get hit in the leg like that, you, you know, both players are at risk. And, uh, you know, he he was out of the game the rest of the night. He went into that game uh, a little under the weather, uh, not feeling very well, and um, probably not as honest as he should have been as far as how he felt. Uh, and I told him after the game, that's why he was put himself in that susceptible position. But, uh, but he's back, and I think 100% from that. All right, Scott, uh, we talked a little bit about Patrick Hallway out at Lake Superior, his situation well, with the NCAA uh, ruling pending. Uh, Philippe Forsmark is another guy who uh, has not played yet. Uh, also, he's waiting on the NCAA. What's his situation? Is it similar to Hallway's? Maybe you could uh, describe that for us. Well, both of them have uh, have filed waivers with the NCAA. Both are, are I would think, very uh, positive waivers as far as, um, you know, in, in – um, Pat's case, it's a transfer rule. Everybody knows the rule, and he filed a waiver because he didn't play all last year, and it seems that the NCAA has been a little bit more lenient on that uh, year in residence over the last um, 12 months. Uh, his case is, I think, will be resolved very, very soon. Uh, Phillips was a case where he just got misinformation, and uh, academically, it put him in a bad place, and, and now we're trying to rectify that uh, since he's here. Uh, a little tougher to do bef- you know, after he gets here than it was before he got here, but you know, working through that, I think that the school on a really good job of trying to you know 
promote his case. I think he has a very good one. Um, there's certainly two players that, that we really miss. I mean, Pat, Pat would be our anchor on the back end, no no question, and uh, one of our he'd be the guy with the most games played if he, when he does play. Um, and then Philip is you know, Philip's our best freshman forward, and he's he was on our first line for the all of preseason, uh, and then we found out late that obviously he wasn't going to be able to play. But that's a big loss as well. Well, so now you get a look at Wisconsin from the Big Ten. They got their season underway last night, 5-3 loss to BC. Uh, 78% of their scoring is back, and then you add in uh, two number one draft picks and Turcotte and Caulfield. A uh, lot to handle with this Wisconsin team. What are your thoughts on the Badgers? Well, I wish they had won last night, so maybe they would have been a little fat coming in today. But, uh, you know, they got an outstanding team. Their offense is, you know, throughout their lineup. Uh, they have four lines that can score. They probably have four defensemen you consider very good offensive defensemen. Uh, we need to just do a great job without the puck. I think when watching them play last night, because we have obviously had the advantage of that video this morning, uh, they're a transition team, and if you don't turn the puck over, you take away a lot of their offense. If you turn the puck over, you're going to be chasing the game all night. So the biggest thing for us to do is to make sure we don't turn pucks over, we get the puck over the line, you know, try to take it with possession, with speed, but if you don't have that, be satisfied to you know chip it behind them and fight another day. Um, this will be a test of our maturity to make sure if we can play that kind of a game plan. Uh, it will be necessary against the teams in our league as well, but certainly to Tonight, uh, with their offensive firepower, you just can't let them run. You know, as I told the guys this morning, it needs to be a you know a 60, 70 foot game at a time. If it gets to be a 200 foot game, you know we're going to be in trouble, and we got to make sure that's not the case. Well, in terms of uh, the lineup tonight, Scott, we noticed Chase Greasock not in the lineup. Uh, what can you tell us about his status? I think Chase will be fine, probably uh, you know certainly for the UNH game. Um, but right now, he, you know, he got hurt near the end of the game on on Saturday night. Uh, you know, kind of a collision, I think, an accidental uh, collision between him and the Lake State player. But he, he didn't see it coming, uh, which put him in a precarious position. And so he's in a lower body uh, situation right now, where he's just really, really sore. He probably on Sunday um, could have come out of the lineup. Uh, they didn't feel it was anything more than just a contusion, and he felt like he wanted to play, so we went with it. But I, I think you saw even in some of those situations in the game, and including the game-winning goal, that he was really hampered as far as being able to cover space. And uh, that was disappointing, and, and we're disappointed not to have him in such a big game like this tonight. But someone else gets a chance, and when everybody gets back with that much better a hockey team. Well, it's the home opener tonight, Scott. Uh, uh, what can you tell us in, in terms of uh, the level of excitement that these freshmen have to be able to play their first home game in front of the home crowd? It's got to be a special feeling. Yeah, I think the freshmen are excited. I hope not overexcited. I think that was one of our issues on Saturday at Lake State, the opening game, uh, was that we were overexcited and we spent a lot of energy in warm-up and, and prior to the game that we didn't have uh, during the game. That was certainly Yuri's problem at net, at net. He admitted that to me after that he had kind of played the game earlier in the day. Uh, so I'm, I'm hopeful that they, while they're excited, they can channel that. You know, they've all had success uh, in their careers, and they need to just you know focus on that, lean on that, and that's where their game will come from. They've all played against all these players that we're talking about, the offensive players, the first-round draft picks. They've competed with them for three or four years now. So it's no big deal to them. It shouldn't be anyways, and I'm hoping that they come out and just play harder than the other team and you know take some bodies and get a little bit more of a physical presence. That's something that I was disappointed with at Lake Superior, that physically I thought we played young. And, uh, we don't have time for that, so we need to play play bigger and older tonight. And uh, you've got Yuri Hudeman goal tonight. We we talked about him adjusting to the uh, ice here in uh, North America. Uh, it'd be interesting to see how he uh, deals with the uh, smaller ice surface here at Merrimack. 
It will be. You know, he's a very good goaltender. We know that. Um, it just was a tough outing for him, I thought, on that Saturday. But he's, you know, like you think about it, it's tough being a freshman forward. It's tough for being a freshman defenseman. It's really tough being a freshman goalie, uh, particularly when you're playing in front of five freshman defensemen. So, you know, I don't, uh, you know, I think he's going to be very good. I'd love tonight to be the night that he steps out and shows that to the world. But, um, you know, he's just, he's growing like the rest of the team, and uh, as are other freshman goalies. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how he performs tonight. I, I'm expecting a big game. He had a great week of practice. I think he was very upset with the way he played last week. Uh, he understood when he didn't play on Sunday that we expect more from him, and I think he's given it to us this week, so I expect more tonight. All right, Scott, thanks so much for your time. We really appreciate it. Good luck tonight. We'll see you out at Holy Cross Thursday night. Great. Thanks a lot, John. Appreciate it. All right, he's Scott Borick, the head coach of the Merrimack Warriors men's hockey team. Mike and I will be back with more on the pregame report next. You're listening to Merrimack Warrior Hockey on the Merrimack Radio Sports Network.